Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Menashe. On today's show, we're talking about household formation and why some young adults are living at home for so much longer than in generations past. It's not secret that home affordability is a problem for many who are newly independent young adults. There are a few paths. The traditional path is after the kids leave home, they get a job, the best job they can get, and hope to save money left over after they've paid the rent, the car, the student loan, and the latest meal from DoorDash. But that is the least reliable path to saving up money for a down payment on a new home. The second option is to get a high-earning job, rent a modest apartment, save up their pennies until they can afford a down payment for a home, and then buy a home. But increasingly, that is fraught with difficulty as well. Number three, the option is to get a loan from parents for a down payment. There's a lot of wealth in the baby boomer generation, and they are often both willing and able to help their kids with a down payment on a home. And then the fourth option would be to move back home with parents and save most of their salary while living at home until they can afford a down payment on a new home. It seems like an increasing proportion of young adults are relying on methods three and four, getting a loan from parents or living at home until they can afford to move out. But home prices have increased much faster than young adults can save. The affordable starter home that they had their eyes on might have just gone up $50,000 in price in the last year or maybe more, and they only managed to save an additional ten or 20000 The price has increased 40% from the start of the pandemic, and there's no chance for anyone, let alone a young adult, to save fast enough to keep ahead of price increases at that rate. This is the ladder of equity growth that happens in an inflationary environment. And if you can't reach the first rung on that ladder, you have no chance to climb the ladder. Unless you get on the ladder of homeownership, these folks will be renters for life. Renters out of necessity. An increasing number of kids are living at home into their late 20s or even into their 30s. And many of these adults are not just sitting in their parents' basements playing video games. Some of them might be, but a large percentage of high-paying jobs. Living at home is the springboard to saving enough to buying a home. The narrative coming out of some circles is to blame Wall Street for the lack of affordability. They're blaming companies like Blackstone, Invitation Homes, Tricon, and others for buying up large numbers of single-family homes and putting them into the rental market. That's removing supply of homes for sale. A large percentage of homes transacted in 2020 and 2021, for example in the state of Texas, sold to investors, as much as 28% of all transactions and that was particularly concentrated in Dallas County and Tarrant County. That trend started in the wake of the 2008 financial crisis when it became possible to purchase large numbers of homes for a fraction of construction cost. There are voices in political circles claiming that corporate landlords now need to be regulated, as if somehow that is part of the problem. Institutional owners only account for about 1% of single-family home ownership in the United States, with that low a concentration, the argument that Wall Street's to blame for the affordable housing crisis is ridiculous in the extreme. In my view, the issue is actually one of supply. In the 1970s and 1980s, the United States routinely produced between 300,000 and 400,000 brand new starter homes every year. Fast forward to 2020, and the market only produced 65,000 starter homes. Not surprisingly, the shortage of supply is causing prices for starter homes to increase even in falling markets. The net result is price compression, whereby the value of starter homes in the market is rising faster than the price of a medium to higher end home. The great financial crisis did help affordability. There were nearly 8 million homes that went into foreclosure between 2007 and 2016. 
All of that was the result of lending practices that led to the great financial crisis in 2007 and beyond, and the resulting crash in prices did make homes more affordable for a while. But the GFC was not the solution, at least we don't want another one of those. Improved affordability was maybe a happy side effect for some, but it was devastating for others. There's no doubt that there were some bargains to be had at that time. So one thing we know as real estate investors is that people with no money are not reliable customers. So institutional investors have in fact focused more on the higher end of the rental market, where renters are renters by choice rather than renters by necessity. For a small percentage of the market, rent to own had been an option. These rental programs essentially consist of a rental agreement and an option to purchase the home at a predetermined price at some point in the future. This has helped a number of homebuyers. I've personally managed several through the home buying process. Unfortunately, the marketplace has also attracted a few bad actors who have poisoned the water and given the rent-to-own industry a bad name. The net result is that many jurisdictions have actually outlawed rent-to-own programs altogether or made them so highly regulated that they're not practical. So if you're a 30-year-old son or daughter living at home with a $60,000 or $70,000 a year salary and they're not spending it, after a year or two it's conceivable they've put aside enough money to afford a reasonable down payment on a desirable home. The stereotype of a 30-year-old living at home with parents is somehow failing to launch might be true for a segment of the population, but increasingly these are young adults, university graduates, who've moved back home to get a head start by saving up a bunch of money for their first home. Maybe, just maybe, there's a market angle targeting that specific segment that represents a business opportunity. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.